Hello, welcome to RBT Reading Life. It is uh, Tuesday. Had to think about that then. <clears throat> it's Tuesday. <clears throat> um, and it's good morning to Katie Noble. Hey, first in. Hope you're doing all right. Oh, look at that. Holly's in. Good morning, Holly. I was going to make some sarky comment then, but I restrained myself. I know. I know. Um, yeah, it's not bad outside, to be honest. Not as cold, I feel, um, at the moment, uh, which is quite nice. Um, but it is a wee bit wet outside. A wee bit wet. So we're reading... What was I going to say? <laughs> Oh, boy, Abby. Good to see you. Um, it's Matthew 19 to 21 today. And um, oh, there's one thing I should really have mentioned yesterday from chapter 18, wasn't it? And that was that, it, that Jesus says, I will build my church. Yes. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That was, that's good, that, isn't it? It's encouraging for around Christmas time, isn't it? And that Jesus will build his church. Um Morning, Sarah Edwards. Good to see you. Good morning. Yep. So we're doing uh, chapters 19 to 21. Today. Um, um, um. Morning, Naomi. I've got the um, singing item from Sunday night in my head. Come, all you unfaithful. It's great, wasn't it? And how good are the words for holy night? Oh, holy night. Cracking. That is probably one of the um, most under underplayed, underrated. I don't know. Um, songs of Christmas, I reckon. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, I don't know. Did I say good morning to Naomi Webster? I don't know. Good morning, Naomi. If I haven't already done it. Yep. I'm going to um, iron my Christmas jumpers today. Probably have to start uh, doing the cards soon. Knocking doors with that. Um, so I need to wear the jumper. But also maybe... Um... Maybe carol singing as well on Wednesday. Yeah. Anywho, right then, we're getting there. Matthew chapter 19. So it ended yesterday, wasn't it, with the forgiveness um, that is expected from us. Um correlates to the forgiveness that we've known um okay then jesus then goes on when uh, jesus had finished saying these things he left galilee and went into the region of judea to the other side of the jordan large crowds followed him and he healed them there 
Some Pharisees came to him to test him. They asked, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any and every reason? Haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two but one. Therefore what God has joined together, let man not, let man not separate. Why then, they asked, did Moses command that a man gives his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard. But it was not this way from the beginning. I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. The disciple said to him, If this is the situation between a husband and wife, it is better not to marry. Jesus replied, Not everyone can accept this word, but only those to whom it has been given. For some are eunuchs because they were born that way, others were made that way by men, and others have renounced marriage because of the kingdom of heaven. The one who can accept this should accept it. Then little children were brought to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. Jesus says, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. When he had placed his hands on them, he went on from there. Now a man came to Jesus and asked, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There is only one who is good. If you want to enter life, obey the commandments. Which ones? The man inquired. Jesus replied, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony. Honour your father and mother and love your neighbour as yourself. All these I have kept, the young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, If you want to be, be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven, then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad, because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, and asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Peter answered him, We have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, at the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake, will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and many who are last will be first. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard. He agreed to pay them in denarius, no, a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About the third hour he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did the same thing. About the eleventh hour he went out and still found others standing around. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day long, doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to the foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages beginning with the last ones hired and going to the first. 
The workers who were hired about the eleventh hour and each reached received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These men who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, Friend, I am not being unfair to you. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the man who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Now as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside and said to them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death, and will turn him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day he will be raised to life. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down asked a favour of him. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You do not know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? he asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there with her colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell him that the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, See, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them. They brought the donkey and, a, and, and the colt, placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the, on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves. 
It is written, he said to them, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him at the temple and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the teachers of the law saw the wonderful things he did, and the children shouted in the temple area, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. Do you hear what these children are saying? they asked him. Yes, Jesus replied. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise? And he left them and went out of the city to Bethany, where he spent the night. Early in the morning, as he was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? they asked. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? they asked. And who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. John's baptism. Where did it come from? Was it from heaven or from men? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Then why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, we are afraid of, of the people, for they will all hold that John was a prophet. So, so they answered Jesus, We don't know. <laughs> Then he said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later he changed his mind and went. <clears throat> then the father went to the other son and said, to the, said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first they answered. Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. <coughs> he put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent, another, uh, sent other servants to them, more than the first time, and the tenants treated them in the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. <clears throat> but when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take the inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore the owner of the vineyard comes. When the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied. And he will rent the vineyard to other tenants, who will give him his share of the crop at the harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone the builders rejected has become the capstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvellous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will, produce, who will produce its fruit. He who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, 
but he on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parable, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. Wow. That was a bit relentless, wasn't it? Boom, boom, boom. Um, speaking to those, um, yeah, uh, who, yeah, thought that they had a right to it all, isn't it? Um, don't want to say Jews because it just does messes with your head a bit, doesn't it? But, yeah, to those who, yeah, feel that they've got a right to be children of Abraham, isn't it? And, um, you know, they they're the religious ones and and all that. But that was a bit that was a bit relentless. Um, yeah, they they should realise, isn't it? They're in trouble um, because of their unbelief. Um, but it was lovely, wasn't it? Seeing the uh, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. So a bit of what I was preaching on on Sunday morning kind of comes back then, doesn't it? Of he's hit up as the Son of David in chapter one, and then we come to the point where, yeah, they're shouting out, "Lord, Son of David, he is God's King. Here he is, the Anointed King from Psalm two, come." Um, and then he rides in on a donkey. So David rode on a donkey, but he rode out of a city because of Absalom when he was um, running for his life. Um, so he rides out of the city on a donkey. But Jesus rides in, um, and he rides into a big, uh, you know, yeah, see your king is coming. Um, uh, so that was very nice to see. And then he's in the temple, isn't he? And, uh, um, yeah, the greater temple has come. So there's a little flashback there from to Solomon, isn't it, of when he built the temple and he looked. He said, when people, when your people pray and uh, pray towards your temple, um, may they find forgiveness, isn't it? may they find um, help, um, uh, yeah, everything, may they find it as they pray towards your temple. And then Jesus is standing in the picture of the temple, but he be in the temple himself, isn't it? So I think we're reminded this morning, isn't it, that he is God's king. He's also the one that you can go to today for help. He is the one that when you pray to him, um, when you look to him and pray to him, um, yeah, out of him flows love and grace, mercy, peace, help, forgiveness. Everything that you're going to need today is found in him, uh, the greater temple. Uh, have a great day today. God bless you and I'll see you again tomorrow morning. Ta-da now. <laughs>